1: Hello and welcome to IOL UK podcast, the podcast obsessed with real life stories. I'm Rhiannon. Hi, I'm Anna. It's Anna. Hey, all right. It's Rhiannon too. Yeah, I just like to apologise for those of you who weren't able to listen to the podcast on the way into work on Friday. Mm. That is because I'm no. Up. You don't have to say. It I a like technical
2: issue. Well, say what you like. I then. like to admit it. It was technical issues mm-hmm. on Rhiannon's fault. Yeah. She technically forgot to upload it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's very busy in my real job that I get I know. paid for.
2: Well, that's the problem. No one realizes. Well, I think everyone realizes we bang on about it so much, mm. but no one realizes that we actually have uh, real jobs. IRL jobs, like IRL jobs. IRL this jobs. This isn't actually what we do with our lives. No, I wish it was. I know. Me too.
1: Um, yeah. So since we've seen you, Anna's had her thirtieth birthday. Yeah, that was fun, wasn't it? That I was really just fun. put a bit of gum on the side. Can you not draw? T- I was <laughs> desperately looking around for anything. <laughs>
2: and I couldn't find a single thing. There's nothing. There's
1: nothing. Mm. Uh,
2: yes, I had a swell time. I'm feeling flirty and 30. Are you? Yeah, I'm feeling pretty good.
1: You don't that. feel weird about thirt- being 30, no, do not you? Really. No, not really. I had a
2: either. slight crisis the night before because I started thinking, what what am I supposed to be doing with my last mm. evening as a 20-something? So I went to a spin class and then drank Jack Daniels. <gasps> Lovely. And I can't remember what I watched on TV, but I felt Because of the Jack right Daniels. Yeah, yeah, I think that was it. But I feel all right about it. Good. It's fine. And you got your flower arranging course. Yeah, i done that. That's good. Have oh, you done it? I did one, yeah. Very good. Did a great job of that. Did you? What else have I done since I last saw you? Yeah. Not a lot. Drunk some booze? I haven't actually drunk that much booze. <gasps>
1: what have I done? You had a party. Lot. You had your party on the boat, didn't you? Yeah, and that was good. Yeah, that
2: was good, yeah. yeah. Just the usual. Just yeah. the usual, really. What's up with okay. you? Anything?
1: What's up with me? You've no, got a bit I'm of party
2: not... popper stuck on your sleeve, which is weird. Have rude. I? Lift that? Lift your that arm then?
1: up. <gasps> How's that happened? When did you last celebrate? No, I know what that is. That is Anna. A long from baby an bell string. Envelope. Oh, that's not the, the as An envelope. You know when you do the sticky bit on an envelope? i tell you why that is. Because you don't have to. I've got addicted to eBay. Oh, selling or buying? Selling, selling, selling. Sell, sell, sell. sell.
2: sell. What kind of things have you sold? Um, oh, you're not allowed to say, probably. No, no,
1: just like leftover shoes that I had in the wardrobe. Great. Um. Oh, my God.
2: Jacket s- To feet pervert yes to feet perverts oh my god that's a great idea let me know how you do that yeah you should have actually just sent them to foot perverts do you know yeah, how much they pay for money. Yeah. they've done a lot of money yeah loads of money Well,
1: I've got some really smelly ones I thought no one would buy so maybe uh, I'll send that to them and pants you got any pants soiled loads of pants okay not soiled
2: not soiled good for you not. well done you
1: Okay, that's two minutes fifty seconds. We that's, haven't told you what we're here for. That's all right. We're here to talk about real life stories. All the big ones, all the main ones. What have you got this week? Uh, I've
2: got people in love with things that they shouldn't be. Classic. Um, I've got a Sunday sports story. Oh. Uh, yeah, I've got a, a couple of good ones, I think. Okay. And, but not a third one. Shit. No, that's not what I mean. <laughs> They're all good, obviously. Okay. They're all good. good. But yeah, we're talking about stories from real life magazines. So your magazines like Chat, pick me up, mm. take mm. a break. Mm. Uh mm. you know, the sort of ridiculous magazines that you get when you're just on your way to somewhere on a train. Yeah. For seventy nine P. They're very reasonable. I don't know why they're so cheap. So
1: reasonable The quality of the
2: paper is quite honestly Dog shit, but, but I you think can get excited fun.
1: about what's going to be on the next page because you can basically see it. You
2: can see it, so it yeah.
1: swings and roundabouts. And I love
2: how the ink comes off on your fingers and then you wipe your face and it's there forever. So, that's knows. fun, isn't it? And you accidentally print pedo on your face when you fall asleep on it. <laughs> not done that for a while, no, I have not. No. But yeah, no, they're very good magazines, and we thank the people that work for them greatly. Yeah. Uh,
1: but yes, uh, I think that's it, is it? Yeah, we've had some lovely people tweeting us saying oh, they've been so catching much. up. Oh, some of you who started at the beginning are right <sighs> nearly, like, near oh, near great. catching up in real time. Oh, well done. Which is te- what a terrifying waste of all of their time. Mm, well, such think how a long, long amount we've spent of time. doing it then. It's <laughs> yeah. much worse for us. We're
2: here every time. We you guys can skip time. through if you want.
1: Yeah, if you're, like, not really into that poo story, then you can just skip on by. Not us. We're here for the long term, but that's <sighs> all right. We're happy. We've got a new review. Oh, brilliant news. Oh, uh, it's from Lucy. Yeah. She says, IRL is the high point, but also the lowest point of my week. Yes. On the one hand, it's the only podcast that has ever made me literally laugh out loud. The only oh, one. Shit. I but what she's the- listening to apart <laughs>
2: from us. That worries me. That worries me.
1: But on the other hand, I'm laughing at stories like Man Puts What's It yeah. and I Married the Sea. What does um, that make you sad? Oh, lowest, like feel bad just about so yourself. Low. Don't feel bad about yourself. Funniest and silliest podcast out there. Oh, that's so without sweet. a doubt.
2: And give me the deets. Five stars, right?
1: Five stars. Yeah. As you know, we only accept five star reviews. Yeah, don't
2: even bother turning up if you're not Please, gonna no. five star us. No, if you know what I mean.
1: Mm. That should be a sex position. What yeah. would it be? Uh, Getting just, five starred. Uh, Getting done in five orifices.
2: One two
1: yeah oh yeah ears <laughs> are you talking ears, mouth front, ears back? mouth front back oh good
2: for you yeah you go girl
1: yeah okay cool Got well, five I've...
2: starred oh i've been well and truly five starred this weekend <laughs> i can't remember a thing about it though
1: please five star us by reviewing no. us
2: okay fine don't just turn up and expect to five star us please mm, no no
1: okay right do you want to go first yeah do you look ready Right, so what what annoyed me was, after yeah. we recorded our last episode, this story came out, and the internet was going on and on about it, as oh. if, like, it's a funny story, that they weren't, you know, and if they listen to IRL every week, they get stories like this all the time.
2: Oh, for God's sake. So you might have
1: read this one, if so, join in with your own
2: lols. Enjoy Rhiannon's dulcet tones, as she tells us the story of...
1: Black pudding saved my life, says Butcher, who used it to free himself from locked freezer. Did I mean, you see I, this? I I
2: honestly, if this is the first I've heard of it for some oh,
1: reason. Oh, <laughs> I'm so happy. I don't know what
2: I've been doing.
1: This is Chris with a black pudding.
2: Oh, it's a long one. I like black pudding, do you? No. Okay.
1: It's one of those things that I know I'd like the taste. Obviously, I'm vegetarian now. Oh, fuck. you still, still doing that? Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, Tom's about to kill me. Um, But... Uh, it's one of those things that I can't do the mind over matter I can't not think
2: about it being blood and fat I like a couple of the mouthfuls normally and then I'm like oh hang on I just remembered and it's a weird it is a weird texture it's quite spongy
1: no not for me
2: yeah blood and
1: fat and then you fry it in a pan
2: yeah big time okay I don't mind it but also good
1: for saving your life yeah I'm interested in this a butcher who got stuck in a freezer owes his life to black pudding after he used a block of the blood sausage oh, like I a battering ram. I think blood sausage is when I start to lose interest. Oh, thing is, I like chorizo, and that's like a blood sausage, isn't that's it, not as got well. blood in it. Hasn't it? No. Just fat. Just fat. Like, oh, like, do we talk about this already? Induja, my new favourite sausage, oh, which yeah, is that's basically not blood, just, is it? like, no, it's like just fat and spices. Oh, fine. That's
2: okay. Yeah, I think the phrase blood sausage just makes me think of mm. big swollen dick. Oh, does it? Yeah, a tiny bit. Well, oh. think, well you know how
1: erections are. Engorged, Don't you? It. <laughs> don't you? No. Oh, Never seen one. Oh, God. Um, yeah, so uh, he used the blood sausage yeah, like a, putting now, like a battering ram to free oh, himself. Yeah, yeah. Chris McCabe, 70, said oh. he shouldn't be working.
2: And also, I don't think he's should got be blood working.
1: sausage. Oh. Said he thought, not without medication, he <laughs> thought he was going to die when he got locked inside his own walk-in freezer. That is a bad... That's like yeah. something
2: from Saw. Yeah.
1: Mm. Which I wouldn't know because I'm too scared. To oh, fine, fine, fine. Which stores meat at temperatures minus 20 degrees.
2: Ooh.
1: With time running out in the freezer, uh, which is believed you can lead to, t- which it is believed could lead to death. Yeah. Within 30 minutes. Minus 20, fuck. 30 minutes. <gasps> he grabbed the only tool he could find. Blood sausage. He battered the lock with a frozen stick of black pudding and, while the, and it eventually freed him. Mr. McCabe, father of four from Totnes, Devon, says, Black pudding saved my life without a doubt. No one could hear me banging (gasps) because it is outside rather round the back of the shop. I think they need to reassess their health and safety because that's crazy. That's crazy talk. The black pudding was the best thing to hit the bottom with because it was the right shape. Uh I used it like police use battering rams to break doors in. That's what I did with my black pudding. It's like that he just added that.
2: That's what I did with my That's blood. That's what I do really, with yeah? my blood
1: sausage. Yeah. It was solid pointed and I can get plenty of weight behind it. Oh, he knows what he's this doing This is here. filth. I'm lucky, really. We sell about two or three each week. And that was the, the last whole one. long cylinder. The whole long cylinder.
2: It's a restaurant. Surely no one buys that.
1: I reckon he slices it up and gives it in portions. Oh, nice. Um, Mr. McKay says the wind blew the door shut behind him and he discovered the inner door release button had frozen solid. He looked around. Found the blood sausage. Oh, just... He says the lamb was too big and the beef could do not did not afford enough grip.
2: I mean, God, um, third world problems. Yeah, the lamb's too big.
1: And he'd all but given up hope when he spotted the last black pudding.
2: God, what an awful way to go next to the chipolatas yeah. and the kidneys.
1: It was three pounds six ounces. He managed to hit the door release button and free himself on his third attempt. That's half a baby. Yeah, he says I've been shutting before and used the button, but this time it was too frozen. (gasps) Oh my! They need to definitely look into that
2: because that is not a good system.
1: That is not good. What if there's no blood
2: sausage next time and the (laughs) lamb's too slippery?
1: I've heard the lamb's too slippery. He says this time I managed to get in a position to bash the button a few times. Bash the button is my new favorite word for fucking. Bash the button. I'm gonna bash your button in, girl. The, oh my god, that's just I can't look at you when you say things like Why? that. Why I <laughs> said it in an American accent, so it didn't that's seem like true. it was me. That's true. So yeah, and then he just repeats himself. Ooh, 7 seven pound ninety-five eh? per kilo. How much? How much was that blood sausage? Mm, doesn't say it was 1.5 kilo so how much for that whole blood sausage about 12 pounds that's very reasonable actually yeah, you could feed a reason. family of five all week I reckon. oh god they oh. might be gipping the whole time though what the fuck does that mean gipping yes like bleh, bleh, being sick gippy. gipping oh i feel, oh, like... I feel gippy that's for my friend Gemma Bearham. you know I've little of, Gemma.
2: i've heard of jip i've got a jippy tummy
1: yeah do you think that's the same but gippy yeah I think, yeah, Gemma used to just say it when she's song. Oh, so gippy. I've been gippy. Yeah. I feel a bit gippy. Gippy.
2: Well, I never.
1: Yeah. Um,
2: this morning meets woman who plans to marry the game Tetris and has fallen in love with a calculator. No! Now, I really, really do just hate this woman. I know hate's a strong word yeah. and live and let live, but no, not on this occasion. So she wants to marry Tetris. She does. This right. story was actually written by um our good friend and long-time listener, Lawrence Mozzafari.
1: Was it? Uh, for,
2: yeah, because it's on digitalspy.com. All right, Lawrence
1: and Mozza. Cheers, mate.
2: Uh, this morning has met a woman named Fractal Hurricane. I don't know no. if that's her name.
1: No. I don't think that's her name. How do you spell fractal?
2: F-R-A-C-T-A-L. I think Google she's that, called Janet. That sounds
1: like something bad that happens during sex.
2: Fractal Hurricane. But Hurricane is spelt H-U-R-A-C-A-N. Oh, right. Don't know what's going on with Don't her. know what's going on there. I don't care for her. Um, has met a woman named Fractal Hurricane who has fallen in love with the game Tetris after her romance with a calculator ended. Oh. Fractal, who, who hails from Florida in America, explained shocker. to hosts... What? Said shocker. Shocker. I thought you said shotgun. I was like, I don't know what you're saying here, but...
1: <laughs> shotgun! Shotgun treacherous.
2: This this isn't the place we're doing this. Uh, Explained to host Holly Willoughby and Phillips Gofield that she was in love with the game and has an intimate relationship with it. How? Not sure. Phil explained that she became involved with objects from around the age of seven, then later began a relationship with... This is my favourite. Then later began a relationship with a calculator named Pierre de (laughs) Fermet. I don't know why he has to be French. Pierre. Pierre de Fermet... Fractal explained that around the age of seven, she just decided that I like monorails and iPods and treadmills. Very specific.
1: Treadmills?
2: <coughs> monorails. Right, like, yeah. how fucking boring. Weirdly, Not that any of this would love Actually, rails. yeah, okay. Mm. Apologies, you know who you are. But she probably wouldn't mm. blood sausage it. No. Or bash its bash buttons. Bash its buttons. <laughs> Uh, this monorail is reversing. Uh, but what was it about the calculator in particular that piqued her interest? Mm. I hear you cry. I,
1: what was it about the calculator that piqued her interest? I'll tell
2: you, Anna. Uh Fractal said, well, I thought that Pierre is really beautiful and I love the buttons on him and the trackpad is beautiful and I just love his function. Mm. That
1: is a fancy calculator.
2: Yeah, big time. You know when you... When you got a list of all the things you had to buy before you went to secondary school. One of yeah. them was a scientific calculator. Yeah. How many times did you use that?
1: Mm. I used it to write boobies once. Did you? Yeah. Along with what my did s- you get in your maths GCSE, Anna? Uh, <laughs> I, I used it to write boobies once. I honestly don't know, but it mm. definitely was D or below. You have to do sign and cos sign and all of that. I don't know what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> um, but not many times. And never since... Not once Not once any in of life. the skills I learned. No. And I never used
2: the set square set I was told I had to buy. Only or for Draw
1: and stuff around when I was bored. Yeah, of course.
2: Mm. Um, anyway, Pierre had a lovely, beautiful trackpad. You know that. <laughs> you know that. She added that his name had given him a personality and a persona. To be honest, if I was in love with a, an inanimate object, I would 100% make it French.
1: <laughs> Why? Because it's super sexy. Sexy. Mm.
2: <laughs> Olivier.
1: so you think that's the sexiest country well no I just
2: you know like smoking creme cafés drinking think red wine yeah eating frog's legs little frog leg hanging out of his mouth that's not sexy bashing your
1: buttons, bashing your buttons. <laughs> we've got to
2: stop that However, Pierre the Calculator broke, which caused Fractal to end her relationship with him. It was then that she began the relationship with Tetris that's... in 2016. Do you know
1: that's unfair, because Pierre probably broke because she was bashing its buttons in, oh, literally. God. Fucking hell. And then... She moved on quick. Then she was like, well, you broke. She doesn't give a shit. She's, mm. she's it and abused.
2: I'm in love with the game himself, and the cartridge is a means, a vessel of presenting him. It's the clear lines. It satisfies me. It's just really beautiful. I find him so attractive.
1: But there's lots of different Tetris games. Yeah,
2: I don't really understand like what.
1: What is it? I
2: didn't know if it was a a tall arcade game or yeah. whether it was a like... or just
1: the cartridge in the back of the Game Boy. Yeah,
2: because she's just she keeps saying cartridge, but mm. I don't know. Mm. Uh, Phil then hinted that Fractal has a sexual relationship with the game. He explained, "This is," uh, he said, "This is. We'll do this very delicately. This is a personal, intimate relationship as well, isn't it, Fractal?" She said, yes, it's very intimate. Thank you, Philip, for asking.
1: She just puts it up there.
2: Oh, I don't know, Rhiannon, but maybe warn <laughs> me next time you're going to shout. I think she just puts it up there. Uh, Fractal went on to explain that marriage could be possible one day. I mean, no. of course it it, it isn't. Uh, yes, the marriage aspect is purely ceremonial. Obviously, I can't literally marry. An Obviously. About time she said something sensible. I'm glad she's... Yeah, not yeah. totally broken if She's reality. not completely mad, which is good. Uh, it would be, it would just be me having a ceremony with Tetris. Mm. She went on to explain that she wasn't jealous a- about other people playing it. Uh, I don't care if other people play him as long as nobody else is trying to date him romantically. Probably not. Probably not, <laughs> Probably not Fractal. You're all right there. Uh, or is in more of an intimate relationship in a way. <laughs> I don't think that is possible from what no. I've heard that you get up to. Unless someone's five star
1: thing is I'll sometimes bash the buttons playing tennis mm. tennis and, sorry Tetris I was going to say that's a whole nooket and you know is that is am that I, right? am that I taking a man yeah
2: but how hot are you for it mm. 50% yeah 60% see so we are using maths yeah uh, although Fractal said she would be upset if her favourite Tetris cartridge broke, she added that she'd purchase another one. Wow. What a user! Uh, as it's the game itself she loves rather than a specific cartridge. She said she liked the the sleek lines of the cartridge Yes. Holly asked if it was a confusing time as her friends might be dating boys at school while she had feelings for objects. I think this is... Back in the day, not okay, right okay. That would be weird if she was still at school. I she <laughs> about 25. <laughs> uh, so she sought help online and found some support groups that really helped her learn to cope with the condition, which is known as objectophilia, yeah. the attraction to inanimate objects. Uh, yeah, it was kind of confusing, she said. I didn't really understand what was going on. Factor was also sure that she wouldn't want to attempt relationships with humans in the future, although she was happy having friends. I don't think she's got any friends. Uh, I've tried romantic relationships with humans, and they never worked out. She explained. Wonder why that
1: is. She's probably too busy bashing a calculator. She seems
2: alright to me. I think she seems like a really nice, normal young lady,
1: and there's nothing wrong with what she does. If you had to have sex with the game, what would it be? Street Fighter. <laughs> I was going to say like Cluedo or something. Oh, what a board game! Fucking hell, grandma! I have got something for you. Is this Tetris?
2: Sexy, sexy, mm, mm, mm. bashing in my, oh my god bashing in my buns, and we, we got a five star till dawn. That was good, that Anna. Thank you. I should be in a rap battle. Like, you know, have you seen Eight Mile?
1: Yes, I have. I should probably. Palms do are that. sweaty, mom's
2: spaghetti. Yeah, but then I ruin it because I start doing the. um like, glee shit, and I'm like,
1: whoa, <laughs> whoa, ba bee ba I don't remember that bit. I've
2: got incredible skills. Though, <laughs> and
1: skills. Right, what's next on the agenda? Man baffled that every home doesn't have a poo knife. Oh,
2: God, I saw this <laughs> today. I saw this today. I saw this Why today.
1: Why didn't you, you do it, though? Because
2: then? I read it and I was like, I can't do it. But actually, it would have been preferable for me to read it than listen to it. So I've actually made it. <laughs> to be
1: fair, stuff. it says poop knife.
2: Okay, fine. I just can't believe this is an option.
1: Every anyway, family has its own habits, tricks and traditions. Not like this. Sometimes as we grow older, we find out they might not be as normal as we thought. Mm. And one man found this out. Um, the hard way. The hard way. His family have always had a poop knife, oh, God, which they kept hung on a nail in the laundry room. How often do we- you
2: reckon that went through the dishwasher? <laughs> never, never, ever, ever. Mm. Sorry, I was just clapping right into the speaker. What an annoying thing to do on a oh. podcast. Oh,
1: Sorry, absurd behaviour. Just waking people up if they've fallen asleep yeah. on the chew. Come on, guys, listen Come on. up. Poop Let's knife coming <laughs> up. Um he said his family has always had a poop knife. Oh, he God. thought it was completely normal and everyone had one. No, and he mate. found out at a friend's house. I'll explain what it is as you might have guessed already, but we'll explain ideas. what it is. He said it's been a day or two between poops oh. and I'm at my friend's house. I excused myself and laid a gigantic turd. There has to be a
2: more scientific or medical word put in
1: there. I looked down and see that it's a sideways one. So I cracked the door and called for my friend. He arrived and said... He arrived and I said, Can I have your poop knife? And he said, "Uh?" He said, Your poop knife. I need your poop knife. Don't know what you're talking about, Steve. Obviously his mate said, What the fuck fuck is a poop knife? What would you do if someone did that in your house? It's
2: making me feel just You would just chop them
1: out, wouldn't you, with their pants down? What if they just helped themselves to my
2: butter knife? Oh, God. And then just rinsed it. (laughs) Rinsed it. Not even washed it. (laughs) I'm going to throw up. I'm honestly not in the mood. Anyway, he carries on. Like so gippy he dippy. goes back
1: and forth. Everyone's <sighs> laughing. Turns out none of my friends ever had a poo knife. It was oh, just my God. fucked up family with their fucked up bowels. No, fuck my life. Fuck That's my life. a quote from him. Life. Fuck my um,
0: life. To
1: explain what it is, he says my family poops big. Maybe it's okay. genetic. Maybe it's our diet. But everyone births giant logs of crap. <laughs> I'm gonna throw up. Giant throw logs, up. logs of crap. Um, if anyone has ever laid a mega poop, you know that sometimes it just won't. Flush. Oh, God. Okay. It lays across the hole in the bottom of the bowel Ooh. and the vortex of draining water just spins and mocks you. So um we had it was such a common occurrence in our house. We had Ooh. a family poo knife. Oh, did you see me just shudder? Yeah, I literally just shuddered. <laughs> Someone, no joke, has just WhatsApped me about something happening in their toilet. No, though, I, mean I can't, story. can you not
2: read that because that's <laughs> it, too close
1: to... It was an old rusty kitchen knife that hung on a nail in the laundry room used oh. for that purpose. No, hey, was um, it not even in the bathroom? No. So what the fuck? You it, have to leave the bathroom to go and get it. It was normal to walk through and the hallway and have someone call out, hey, can you get me the poop knife?
2: And also Just like have it in near, near the toilet. clean clothes
1: as yeah. well. No, okay. And thought it was standard kit. No. Um. So... I, I don't even agree with the toilet mm-hmm. brush
2: because I'm like what are you doing to just dis- like what are you doing to the toilet that you need a toilet brush
1: um so something I need to tell you what so obviously a poop knife is to cut poos in half
2: yeah fine lengthways um, or through this, the mid-
1: well lengthwise, so then they pop down oh um and then this man is married god knows how
2: not possible
1: he added he once told his wife uh, what he was doing, what he thought a poop knife was, and she was amused and horrified. He added, "It turns out she did not know what a poop knife was and had been using the old rusty knife hanging in the utility closet as a utility knife. Luckily, she didn't What's cook. A utility knife, mean. Luckily, she didn't cook with it, but she did use it to open Amazon boxes. <gasps> oh my God." Throw up. Yeah. Lots of people said why he it explains why he didn't keep it in the bathroom. He said yeah. we only had one poop knife and the laundry was central to three bathrooms. Just
2: three I, th- th- I think three poop knives. If you Just have
1: don't to... have them. Just figure out what you're eating that's making that happen.
2: What I do, why are you slicing poops up? Like,
1: Salami. But what would you rather someone leave a gigantic oh turd in god. your toilet or Can use not, a poop knife? Oh neither nor none. None, none of the above. Rather just not exist. Would just like
2: life had never happened. Plug your asshole up and you start throwing up shit Oh my god. Like that poor woman in very her.
1: extreme.
2: Sorry, I just really feel quite strongly about that. Okay, well I'm glad I vetoed that story and it still came up anyway, so that's great.
1: Oh god.
2: On to something far less disgusting. Eamon Holmes lookalike drowns in Bukaki pool party.
1: Is this your Sunday sports no. story? Look at this
2: lookalike though. I mean, oh obviously, my. it's just. Obviously,
1: that is, uh, that is disgusting. Look at the
2: body. Mm. I'm not objectifying men, by the way. It's quite the opposite.
1: I am, they'd objectify us. Mm.
2: Uh, right. A former parish councillor who was the spitting image of ITV legend Eamon Holmes drowned in a swimming pool during a gay sex bukkake orgy, mm-hmm.
1: authorities
2: revealed last night.
1: There's a lot going on. That's who, what, when, why, where, how. I know. Excellent journalism, all in the first who, sentence. Who, what, when, why,
2: why. And you know what bukkake why, is, don't why, you, Why, 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 why? You know bukkake, don't is you? Is bukkake Actually, you poo- know better than anyone is what bukkake play? is. it poo no, it's just people coming all over your face. Why would I know from better than anybody? I couldn't possibly say what I've heard. Oh, I thought it was poo stuff. Oh, oh gosh, I really don't know what Bukaki is. <laughs> uh, married father of two, Michael Cotton, 56, was pulled from the pool at 3am by two other orgy goers. Mm. paramedics were called but the rotary club member was declared dead (laughs) at the scene (laughs) now what i would say what i would say is that we we wouldn't usually cover stories where someone has lost their life no but we are taking this story with a pinch of salt because quite honestly we don't know the ins and outs No, we know what happened to the face (laughs) yeah that's covered covered in cum that's covered in cum can you just not (laughs) um there are, no, there are not thought to be any suspicious circumstances. It feels like there's a couple. Yeah.
1: How, How can you tell? do a story about Bukaki and then tell me not to say covered in cum? Yeah, well, it's different. It's, it's your own fault. It, I
2: don't like looking into your eyes Je when object. you say it. Um, there are not thought to be any suspicious circumstances surrounding Mr Cotton's sure. death, but locals in the quiet village of Hampton Ferrars in Kent have been left shocked. Right. One who asked not to be named for fear of reprisal said every couple of weeks you saw a stream of cars going up to the big house. I certainly had no idea that there were any kind of orgies going on up there. Never mind that kind of orgy. Hampton Ferrers has never been the same since we got a woman vicar.
1: Oh, come on.
2: They're furious about the woman vicar. I
1: love that they make up quotes that are offensive. So Not, offensive. They couldn't even just be like,
2: we need a good quote. They need someone to be offensive because no one in real life would be that offensive. Yeah. So they make it up. Um, investigations by Sunday Sport. Okay, so it's. A Sunday Sports story mm. <laughs> reveal that the 18th century pile is owned by a Singapore-based holding company. It is not clear who lives there. Villagers say the 4.3 million pound house is often empty by a housekeeper and groundsman who are private to the point of rudeness. Oh, the, right. the only clue about the goings-on behind the walls come from pictures which Sunday Sport found on Michael Cotton's computer.
1: Okay. Which
2: we accessed using space uh
1: that seems space legal.
2: age hacking technology. Right. This all seems legit. It's fine. In a file marked Daddy's Parties, we found Jesus. pictures of Mr Cotton surrounded by men copiously ejaculating into his Eamon Holmes-like face, a practice known as bukaki. When our man asked Mr Cotton's grieving wife, Alice, about the gay sex orgy pictures, she became agitated and invited us to leave. Needless to say, the real Eamon married to this morning's co-host, Ruth Lankford, has never participated in a gay Bukkake sex orgy. That we know of. Yeah,
1: I was going to say that we know that of. And I didn't know if it of. was going to make the whole podcast illegal. I
2: honestly don't think anyone of any importance listens to this podcast. I think we could say anything.
1: How can you say that to our dear listeners? Well, no, you know what
2: I mean. No one that will get us in trouble. All our listeners like you us. You won't get
1: us in trouble, will you? Please don't get us in trouble. Now, one of my stories has disappeared from Tinternet.
2: Right. So might I'm going to have, have to do a different one.
1: Do you want me to fill for a minute? No, I'm just going to move on to a different one. Because I got backups. Okay. She got backups. Uh, um, she ready, girl?
2: Ready? Go.
1: B&M is hiring a chicken nugget connoisseur. Ooh. What's yes. B&M? Remind me. Right. B&M is um home... St- it's like a home store. But is it um, is it just in Northern Ireland? Did I make No, it's that in up? Northern England as well. There's one, definitely one in Liverpool. I've oh, definitely. I think they're, they're all over the thing, country. Oh, I thought... Our friend J. Crow said
2: that maybe they would. Do, no, I think now different. they get
1: everywhere B and M's because oh, you know what people yeah. want to bargain these days. They do want to
2: bargain, yeah.
1: Not many of us manage to turn our true passion into lo- in life into a full time career. Hello, IRL. Yeah. Some of us do. Yeah,
2: I'd love to get paid for this,
1: <laughs> but that might be about to change for one lucky person who happens to love chicken nuggets. Budget chain B and M is on the lookout for a chicken <coughs> nugget connoisseur. Mm-hmm. Uh in the online ad the company claims it's looking to expand its frozen food frozen food range mm-hmm. and needs people I didn't know they did frozen food did you I, I this is the first I've heard of BM <laughs> No well no I've heard of it but I've, I haven't got a clue what it's about Oh um and needs people to help test out its new range Just pick the cheapest chicken nuggets and put them in the freezer and sell no, them that for a to quick No that's a taste good they have to about it. as if those fuckers care. The Merseyside-based opportunity simply involves eating the products and giving feedback to company bosses. Yeah, it tastes a bit like chicken. It That's a fine. a bit like I don't chicken. Don't know what's in it. Would eat when hungover. Yeah, fine. Okay, the six requirements you have to fulfil to be a chicken nugget concierge. Okay. Concierge. 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 No,
2: sounds partial when you concierge.
1: say Concierge.
2: Concierge. Okay, give it to me. Um, I'm not interested but
1: getting 20 uh, getting a 20 share a box of chicken nuggets from McDonald's and keeping them all to yourself have you ever done that eating 20 no
2: I don't really have nuggets from McDonald's I don't think I would go to McDonald's Mm.
1: being the first in the office kitchen whenever someone says there's cake Done that. Yeah, I quite like cake. Uh, you once tripped over and fell at a buffet, but saved the plate before yourself. Are these specific? Specific. Is re- okay, yeah, I don't know that's happened. But... Uh, you've gone to an event or party because it's free food. We've done Hello! that. Hello! That's basically our social that's life. my whole life. Um, you know the importance of a fish finger sandwich. Mm, I'm not actually
2: big into fish finger sandwich. I find them quite tasteless. Do you? Yeah, I've never been... That. Do you have mayonnaise, tartar sauce or ketchup?
1: Tartar sauce on a fish finger sandwich, yeah. Yeah, I think I tried... I tried one, tried mm. to do
2: them once before, and I thought this would be a real treat, and it just was a bit flavourless. Mm. But Disagree. you know me, I,
1: I, I'm very I'm very dedicated to my breaded fish You are, breaded fish to your balanced flavours. Yeah. Um, and you can conduct a PowerPoint presentation on the reasoning why curly fries are better than I, chips. I
2: can't use PowerPoint, unfortunately.
1: <laughs> do you like curly fries better than chips? I love them both. Yeah, I don't know why. Is that all right? I to, yeah, um, sec- mm. The successful candidate will not be given an off- a corner office and a million pounds. We'll actually be given £25 in vouchers a month to spend on the food, oh. and then they'll give some feedback. What, so you don't actually, you just get free nuggets? You don't actually get paid? You get free nuggets, and you tell, tell, them, tell them if you like them.
2: But am I, so it's not a full-time job?
1: No, you have to fill much in the form.
2: Under the yeah, it's a full time job. Yeah, me too. I just handed in my note, so this is a fucking nightmare. Oh, for
1: fuck's sake! Thanks a lot. Um, and you have to write a whole paragraph on why you deserve to be the chicken nugget connoisseur. Well, I,
2: dear sir or madam who or whom it may concern, mm. I would like to be the chicken nugget connoisseur because
1: mm.
2: I love chicken nuggets. Yeah, more the merrier.
1: The, Less quality, the better. The end.
2: Frozen or non-frozen. Oh, keep going. End. Finn. Length. Fin. I'd say fin at the end because it makes me it sound harsh, like a hot French Tetris machine. Oh um, no, calculator. Sorry. In
1: journalism training, and proper journalists always write ends at the end of their stories. And mm-hmm. I always thought it's the end of the story because there's no more words after. Trust this. me,
2: there's not a single yeah. word after this.
1: I've squeezed them all out.
2: I'm going to say fin from now on.
1: Fin. Fin.
2: Uh, right, my last story of the day, the last story of the day, in fact, yeah, not to be too dramatic, mm. uh, my internet girlfriend said she'd come for Christmas, dot, 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 I'm still waiting. Come for Christmas? No, just come for Christmas. Someone can't Psycho. make his girlfriend
1: orgasm, is that no, what the story is? No, fucking
2: you're turning a beautiful story about a poor young man into right. something sordid. It's not going to be, is it? You're going to say
1: something disgusting.
2: Loved up Mike even gave her £2,000 for a flight. Aww. On a dark night in November, Singleton Paul Webster found love for the first time. At the age of 46 and still having not so much as kissed a real lady, he came across Ivanka on a website dedicated Ivanka. to... Ivanka! Is it
1: Ivanka Trump?
2: <laughs> I don't think it's her.
1: Sorry, it just moved on your bed. Squeaky, isn't it? <laughs> He's squeaky. Can't get up to anything on that.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not that I dare, anyway. I'm 30 now.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um... Uh, Sex ban age. He came across Ivanka on a website dedicated to matching love-hungry fellas with Russian lovelies. Mm -hmm. Over the following weeks, romance blossomed between warehouse operative Paul and his online lover, who lived in a village outside the Siberian city of Omsk.
1: Seems legit.
2: (laughs) Yeah. In fact, Paul became convinced he'd found his soulmate. Ivanka loved Star Trek, had a Dungeons and Dragons collection, and even, what are the chances of this, Rhiannon, was a huge fan of Paul's beloved Stoke City right slim to none that is so
1: weird isn't it that she is all of everything he wants just you don't often find a
2: woman in omsk
1: who's a Stoke city 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 fan
2: fan. uh so paul was delighted when ivanka readily agreed to join him for christmas (laughs) at his hanley flat every
1: time we talk about the trumps do you go
2: ivanka i don't often bring it up but yeah i would definitely call it ivanka (laughs) (laughs) what's that old viscount (sighs) advert no, it's not relevant. I
1: want, I want, I want to eat your Viscount. I want to eat Viscount.
2: Yeah. Uh, he raided his life savings and happily sent her £2,000 for the plane fare. Mm. Then he set about transforming his basic home into a Christmas wonderland as befitting the love of his life. Mm. And he waited. And he waited, Rhiannon. Sure. Ivanka's stream of lovey-dovey and occasionally saucy emails and texts dried up Christmas Eve. <gasps> Paul told told Sunday Sport last night, I assumed she was in transit and that she'd be here on Christmas Eve. Mm. I waited up all night, but nothing. Then I looked on the internet and found there were no direct flights from Omsk to the nearest major airport to me, Manchester, which I found a bit odd as Ivanka (laughs) specifically told me she needed £2,000 as the direct flight was slightly more expensive. Sure, sure. Just in you case get she...
1: to Australia for seven hundred pounds, you absolute moron.
2: I don't think he's the sharpest poop knife in, in the laundry room, to be <laughs> uh, Just in case she turned up, I cooked Christmas dinner, but she didn't turn up. Mm. Oh, I ended up eating an entire ten pound turkey by myself, roasties and everything. Oh yum. Sounds alright to me. Yeah. By the day after Boxing Day, I was really concerned. I fired off loads of emails and they just kept bouncing back.
1: <gasps> she closed the account.
2: And the phone number I had have for Ivanka has been disconnected. Ivanka. It's been disconnected.
1: Should I'm so heard. worried
2: about her. You hear such terrible things about Russia, don't you? Mm. Well, that's, yeah. I guess, no. but I don't think it's that on this occasion. No. I even, oh my God. Are we talking bad about Russia on a no, podcast? No, we're not. Okay. No. No, it's fine. Uh, Serbia anyway, Where's Serbia? Serbia. What? Are you I don't understand. <laughs> he said something about Serbia, didn't he? Is that a different place? I don't understand. Oh, no, who lived in a village outside the Siberian Siberia. city of Omsk? Is that part of Russia? Mm. They need to change that. They That's, confusing. That's really confusing. As someone who did incredibly poorly on their geography GCSEs, <laughs> I'd like them to change that. It was all Longshore Drift when I was a kid. Oh, I love Longshore Drift. Went to Walton and, and looked into Longshore Drift. Mm. Well, fun. Um... I even phoned the Russian embassy asking for news, but this woman there just laughed and said something in Russian before putting the phone down. Oh,
1: that's me. It is me. You have a bit of compassion. Nah.
2: What on earth has become of her? I contacted Sunday Sport because nobody official seems to take my fears seriously. Paul added, I've kept the Christmas decorations up as when she does finally arrive, I don't want her to think I'd given up on her. Mm. Even the bud, even the budgie was looking forward to meeting her. <laughs> he's so upset he's even off, to- off his millet. Oh,
1: Why is that so funny? He's off his millet. I like
2: this picture of him with a shot glass necklace and a Santa Claus Uh. um, face mask on. Well, love love changes everything, as Michael Ball once sung. Uh, But unfortunately on this occasion, I think we have to admit that maybe... Stitched up. Maybe... Warehouse operative Paul may have been <laughs> stitched up, sadly.
1: Oh, Paul. But
2: we keep hoping that Ivanka will show up and it's all been a terrible misunderstanding. We can
1: hope.
2: Ivanka will turn up with her Dungeons and Dragons t-shirt on. Stoke City tickets at <laughs> the ready. Stoke City knickers. What was everything she liked? Something nerdy. Yeah. Anyway. There you go. And that's it. That we're done. is it. We're done for the day. Do you want to do the... Um the social media and we're making love till dawn,
1: come do you think you can do the social media over the Tetris theme too without getting turned on
2: Pff, impossible but we'll try okay so if you would like to contact us about Tetris about calculators about poop knives actually let us know if you've got a poop knife because I would be surprised to hear if you do but if anybody
1: ever has yeah. please do
2: let us know um, if you want to get in touch about anything you've got any questions you've got any comments to make please do get in touch with us at IRL underscore UK underscore podcast that's on your Twitter that's on your Instagram mm. If you want to find us on Facebook, it's very much the same sort of content you'll get on the other two platforms, yeah. but good for you for spreading your wings. Uh, you can search us uh, face, on Facebook, just search for IRL UK podcast, you'll find we us. Cannot. Please do review us again, that was very sweet of mm. that lovely young human, I don't even know if it was a boy or a girl. Lucy. Lucy, thank you very much, thank you very much Lucy, a fantastic young human you are, thank yeah. you for that. Yes, if you'd like to review us, that would be fantastic. Uh I think that's it. I think we've nailed it. So, if you're turned on my Tetris... I'm getting into this, you know. Oh, yeah. Mm, 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 mm. That's just me singing. That's not me humping a Tetris machine. (laughs) Anyway, look, enough of that. Let's get out of here. here. Ciao for now.
1: Bye.
0: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer.